Oh, we got a lot to get into today. It is a huge episode of Sports Kita Wrestling News live for you right now. What is going on with AEW? Tons of backstage issues, a new unified world champion, people getting suspended, a mandatory meeting, and we're just weeks out from the AEW all-out pay-per-view, and we don't have a world title main event. What is going on, guys? Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out! What's up, everybody? It's Kev Callum here with you. Share the link or you stink if you're with us live. I want to hear you and get your comments on screen. lot to discuss on today's show. Uh, we have an AEW all-out main event that is still unclear. We have Moxley dominating CM Punk in one of the shocking moments that AEW's presented on television. A very debated moment. A lot of opinions about this. I want yours on screen. I want you sounding off, getting on screen, hosting the action with me because I can't get a co-host. They won't let it happen. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Sound off here, guys. Let me know what you think here. We also have AEW talent getting suspended. We have details about that. Uh, a talent meeting that was held with all this backstage drama-rama going on. Altercations going on. We have people fighting. We have AEW's legal department reaching out to WWE about contract tampering. We have a lot to discuss, and I want to get into more, but I want to see all of you share the link, your wrestling groups, wherever you watch your wrestling stuff, share the link, or tag your buddies in the comments below. I love seeing that when people tag their buddies in the comments below. Want you guys to uh, get your opinions out here on all these different things that are going on, a bunch of different backstage issues in AEW. Leading up to All Out coming up on September 4th. It'll be interesting how this all plays out. I think AEW is doing the best they can to manage this situation. I, I think uh, there's a lot of people who are very critical of them, and that's kind of unnecessary. But, I mean, fans also want to know about this stuff. So we're, we're talking about it. It's all out in the open. It's all widely reported, and that's why we're going to discuss it. And I'm going to burp at some point while we're talking here today. <coughs> or, or, or cough. I'll go with that. Um, so a lot of people are uh, sounding off on this entire situation. People saying it's a heel turn with CM Punk. They're looking at this. Um, and uh, people saying it, they're glad it wasn't a mean event. So let's talk about that. Let's get into this here. Um, John Moxley is your new AEW Unified World Champion. He is the new AEW World Champion. He unified that title in three minutes and one second beating CM Punk for the world title, Punk's first match on television in months. Punk coming off a foot injury that he suffered just right after winning the AEW world title from Adam Hingman Page at Double or Nothing. This is a week after a very controversial promo that Punk cut on not just Moxley, but Hangman Page backstage. Hangman didn't know that was hap going to happen. AEW didn't know that was going to happen. And he demanded that Hangman apologize to him louder than when he insulted him, bringing up different issues, backstage stuff related to Cole Cabana years ago. And it all spills out on television. And then he does business with Moxley to get to the outcome we are going to get here this week, which is a world title match on television to unify the AEW world title and the interim title that Moxley was holding while Punk was injured. So... What do you think of that finish? Punk goes to give a spin kick. His leg gives out. Uh, it is, uh, it, it's it's clear that there was some type of issue with his leg here. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Stroud saying uh, he kicked uh, his right foot, grabbed the left. Other people saying, yeah, then it's a worked thing and all these different issues. Well, maybe you could hurt your foot that you kick somebody with too. 
you know, everyone, you know, talking about what happens. You plant your leg and your leg gives out that you're planting with, you know, that you have your weight on. So the people reaching for that doesn't make any sense. Also, yeah, could it be all work a Rooney? Is this all just an, an angle to build to? Well, it appears that the, the planned match for AEW All Out, which is not officially announced, it is unclear what that main event is. But reportedly, it could be Punk versus Moxley again on pay-per-view coming up here September 4th. We just saw the match for three minutes. It was a flash finish, a squash match. Really, when you think about it, Moxley then took advantage of the energy uh, energy, and uh, you know of him getting the momentum and the injury to, to Punk and laid the elbows into him and then hit him with two Death Rider DDTs and unified the world title. Moxley cut a promo saying it's his time later on in the show. A Steel, longtime friend of CM Punk in the ring. A lot of medical officials. Punk looking very upset. Looks like an angle. And I thought we were going to get an angle, and we got an angle of some kind. It was less of a match and more of an angle in three minutes. Want to know what you guys are thinking here? How do you think of this situation here with the world title and what's going to happen here? Uh, Randy saying Mox, the better champion. Other people sounding off here. Donald saying uh, something here. CM Punk needs to quit. He is old. He's old. He complains a lot, too. I don't know if that's the case here, man. He still draws uh, people, still moves the needle, still sells a whole bunch of merchandise, still, you know, he had 22,000 people buy tickets in Chicago. I know people bring up, oh, him in Chicago, him in Chicago. Well, it's one of the biggest markets in the country, one of the biggest markets for AEW, so it makes sense. He he is uh, clear, Uh, and we'll see what happens here. Uh, A lot of people upset. I want to know what you're thinking. Get on screen. Sound off. Uh, Raymond Barnett saying, uh, have we heard from Punk since he lost? Not yet. And it's not clear if anything was filmed and will air on AEW Rampage this Friday. So it isn't uh, clear what's going on here with the world title situation. Now everyone's screaming fantasy booking ideas where Hangman Page gets involved. But it's worth noting, Hangman was not on this week's Dynamite. Punk bringing up his name, all these shoot things, all these reports, all this stuff, real life things backstage happening. He was not mentioned on Dynamite in any of this. Though he did not get a world title rematch, most world champions lose a title title match they get a rematch at some point well that hasn't happened and then everyone else is screaming you know mjf the guy who wants to destroy aew is still under contract with them until 2024 so we'll see what happens here uh yes he still sells a lot of tickets i can tell you he sold a lot of tickets it shows for aew that i've been to so whether you like aew or not that is 100 true but what do you think of moxley becoming the champion in this scenario i want to know what you guys think about that i know some people were for it some people turning on punk not a fan of it here um, let's talk about this scenario. This also happened before yesterday's Dynamite, and uh, a talent meeting was held backstage. This introduced Tony Schiavone and Pat Buck as talent relations, uh, new positions they had, clarifying those roles, and kind of like the chain of command now that's in AEW with how people, talent, can communicate and pitch their ideas to Tony Khan for the characters and the storylines and all these different things that they're working on. So... And in doing that, they, they also talked about other things, about you know, a very rah-rah meeting, opened up and closed by Tony Khan. Talent spoke at this meeting, including the Young Bucks. They had a very rah-rah speech saying, hey, our door is open. You want to talk to us? Go ahead. We know there's all these backstage issues. You can talk to us. Kenny Omega, I'm told, had a divisive one here in a Fightful report. They said that his comments were a little bit more divisive. He was kind of calling on people to step up their game. Chris Jericho, also similar, very rah, rah, rah speech, telling people to get involved. And then they had Mega Parekh, who's the head of AEW's legal department. This is an interesting one, bringing this up here. AEW, in this report, has reached out to WWE chairman and chairwoman, Nick Khan, Stephanie McMahon, telling them not 
not to contact their contracted talent, proclaiming that this is contract tampering. Now, this isn't a legal suit or anything like that, but it is something we reported on. And then we have Dave Meltzer following up here on an episode of Observer Radio saying that there isn't just one person that was contacted. There's multiple people that were contacted. Then now you have this new regime over in WWE with Triple H. All of his uh, NXT guys wants to bring him back home. So a lot of people are uh, losing their mind here. Uh, so it's it's really, really crazy here. People tell me it was half empty yesterday. Well, is that just AEW in general? He's still a name. People still want to see him in there, John. Even if you don't, other people do. This is me being pro CM Punk. This is me pro reality. Uh, Donald Whitmer, uh, uh, rumor, CM Punk and Hangman Page have something happen with that. Yeah, we'll see what happens here, man. Yeah, so we'll see how this plays out here. What's up, Johan? How you doing, buddy? Love the support. Uh, watch out, watch out, watch out. If you're watching for the first time, go ahead and share that link. Uh, you stink. I dare you. I dare you not to do it. Go ahead and tag your friends. Share link in your wrestling groups, all that good stuff, too. I love I love hearing from the fans. We'll also have this up as a podcast. Podcast. You can listen to your podcast ears. So this AEW meeting covers all those different things, but contract tamping, man, that's kind of crazy when you think about it. WWE going for all the talent. This is a competition, man. Some of those contracts with AEW are coming up soon. When they're coming up, it's not exactly clear. You have some people that are locked into deals for a couple more years. You have Chris Jericho out there alluding to who was contacted about it and him responding to people hypothetically putting him into factions and fantasy booking on Twitter, putting him in factions with WWE people. So, yeah, he was kind of joking about that. Was it him? It's not exactly clear. But there's more than one person who reportedly was reached out to. So this gets even more intense here. As we learned today, fallout from Dynamite, Thunder Rosa forced to drop the AEW Women's Championship. And there's some backstage drama with her related to a match she had with Jamie Hayter. Jamie Hayter is the ringside goon of one Britt Breaker. Britt Breaker, Thunder Rosa, not friends. Don't like each other, reportedly, coming from Fightful here. And that story is related to them not getting along, Thunder Rosa being in the ring with Jamie Hayter, her having her nose broken, People saying that Thunder Rose is hiding backstage. She doesn't want to be around the other women. She's working too stiff. All these different things. And then she has an unfortunately untimely injury before this pay-per-view. Another untimely injury for AEW. Forcing her to relinquish the AEW Women's Championship. It'll now be contested for an interim AEW Championship. So I guess she can't defend the championship, but she has it. They want to go with the interim thing. But I say just drop the title and win it back. That's just my take, but. Whatever. Me aside. An interim AEW Women's Champion will be crowned at All Out. Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa. Three of the four women in that match. Be interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, and what could be? What could be with the future of AEW? Um, Want to get more of your comments here. Robert John saying they drew near 1.1. So, Yeah. Worth noting, you know, this was a big episode for them, and they need to get that rating up. They've kind of had a stagnant ratings number for quite some time, and it is interesting to see what's going to happen with them, <laughs> you know, uh, on this whole thing and, and and how this plays out and what could be, um, you know, with the, with this entire scenario here. Uh, it is worth noting they did hit a million viewers last night. You know, looking at the ratings here, 
It is a 1.1 million. This is up 10% um, from the week before. The key demographic, uh, this is down from about a year ago, 29% more than yesterday. So um, this is this is not a bad number. They were number one on cable originals for in their demographics. It's not, not, a, not a bad number to have at all. Uh, up 10% overall. Uh, and this is the highest number they've had since February of this year. So this is one of the highest rated shows they had this year. Putting Punk and Moxley on television is something they needed to do. They needed to get that rating above a million. This is the standard average overnight number. It is worth noting, this is coming from WrestleNomics, Brandon Thurston, very reliable, Showbuzz Daily also verifying this. Um, with these numbers, these are very subjective numbers. So there could be a lot more people watching the show, but it's just um, something you really got to pay attention to is that these aren't like fair these aren't like the concrete television numbers so you know it's okay guys it's okay um a lot of people have different takes on this whole thing so it gets even more intense we have the thunder rosa situation talent meetings are being held new talent relation roles are being defined aew talent being contacted by WWE. I'm mounting all of this up here, but we have another story here because it gets even weirder and even more uncomfortable to talk about. And I'm not doing this because, oh, I want to go through the tea. There's just so much in such a short period of time to cover with him. And so we had to do one video about it here. Um, this suspension has already been served, but it happened. Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara had some type of altercation. Some people would not describe it as a fight, but an altercation, a physical one based on their current angle. They were slotted to be on AEW all out coming up September 4th. It appears that is not going to happen. And uh, some people asking, why did that angle all get dropped? And Eddie was suspended for two weeks because of this altercation based on something that Sammy Guevara said in a taped promo that was edited. So this was a taped promo. Very weird scenario. Sammy Guevara putting out a comment to Fightful saying, so after the promo, I get to the back. Eddie is flipping out, calling, saying, yelling, you can't call me fat. So he referenced him being a fat piece of... And Eddie took issue with this. So how am I supposed to get in the ring and wrestle somebody if you're going to call me that? Like, what do I mean? How can I actually win this match if I'm what you call me? So, so after the promo, I get to the back. This is Sammy Guevara putting on a statement to Fightful. You can't call me fat over and over again. I'm trying to walk down the stairs in Gorilla making a big scene. People get in between us. Eddie tries to pie face me and he more like touches my face. It was weird. Everyone backs everyone up. It's unfortunate because this promo was taped, was on a tape show, easily could have been edited, which they ended up doing anyways. I know this isn't Eddie's first time being aggressive and getting out of control backstage. Ugh. I know he had to do some kind of anger management after this whole thing. The whole thing was unnecessary. The whole thing was very unnecessary, but it is what it is. Live and learn. On to the next we go. Uh, so this is just an unfortunate scenario, you know, that, that is playing out here. And, um, you know, Eddie putting out his own statement uh, about the whole thing and, and, and how that played out. And, and he simply just told AEW and, and different people, you know, he apologized for it. He, he, he's like, he just says, I was wrong. That is all. That was his re recount of the events in the same report. Uh, Fightful Select, well worth it. Five bucks a month. I don't care. Uh, am I supposed to plug that? I don't care. I did. <laughs> You've already heard me mention it. So, yeah, people going intense here. And other people saying he's a prima donna. Well, here's the thing. 
I see that comment there from Leslie. Here's the thing, Leslie. You're wrong. He's not a prima donna. If things are set before you go into the ring about what you can and cannot talk about, and someone goes beyond that line, when you both agreed to something, you give them your body, you give them your mind, they cross the line. And that isn't right. It's also worth noting in some reports of this that when Eddie brought this up to him, Sammy Guevara just made like a face at him. Like, hmm, what are you going to do? What are you gonna... Yeah. And this isn't the first time Sammy Guevara's had issues with people backstage. There were some reports about him being, hey, we're going to send you on an impact wrestling assignment from AEW when we're collaborating with them. And he didn't want to do it. And they sent him home. And there's been issues with him wrestling with other people and other things like that. That doesn't mean taking Eddie's side in this whole thing because that's also unacceptable to, to, to get in that situation. But when you make an agreement with someone and they break that agreement and then you have to continue to perform with them, it's very, very hard to trust them. Is that fair? Um, and I can expose some things here. I work for AAW Wrestling, one of the top independent wrestling promotions in the country. Got a pay-per-view coming up, September 1st, Destination Chicago. Years ago, Eddie Kingston was in a promotion. He was our champion. And I got to work on promos and different things with him. So I can tell you, Eddie Kingston is a very, very passionate man. And when he shakes your hand, he says, we're doing something. That's what we're doing. And he will deliver on that with 110, 110% of intensity and passion and dedication to it. And he will pull down the business that he's supposed to pull down and what he's supposed to do and the story he's supposed to tell. And he will do those things that maybe some people say like, I don't want to do that, but he'll agree to do them in terms of things he'll say and physically do. And if somebody didn't want to do something and they said, no, I want to go this direction, even though you don't want to, there's distrust there. Um, so I, I would say just from my, my insight from working with Eddie, uh, I feel for him, but I also, you know, don't know the whole situation. So, you know, there's two sides to every story. Sammy's sharing his, Eddie's sharing his, but there's probably some sides to this that we're not even seeing from the people involved that has to break it up. So then, you know, they also feel upset. Like, hey, if we have to do this, then something has to be done. Somebody's suspended. But now they're off a of pay-per-view, apparently. At least that could change too. You know, we're a week and a half out from this pay-per-view. Um, and so uh, I, I don't know, man. Uh, Damal saying, oh, Kingston, a beast. I love this dude. Uh, and so it's, it's all interesting to see how this all plays out, man. And I, I'm of the thought that having these talent meetings is important. If there's issues, then let's settle these issues and get it buried, man. And I think that's the way to do it. Let me know what you think. Get in the comments below. Sound off. Remember, when watching wrestling, enjoy wrestling. We got it all for you at sportskeeda.com.